0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Business School Question. I'm your host, Marco Dinavelis, and this is a podcast for anyone considering applying to business school. Every episode, we interview a leading expert from the business school world and ask them one key admissions question to help you on your journey to business school. On today's episode, we are asking the question: What's the biggest mistake you can make in your business school application? To answer it, we're joined by Virginie Fouger Director of MBA Recruitment and Admissions at INSEAD. Virginie has been involved in admissions at INSEAD for over 20 years. Her team scrutinizes every single application that comes in. And there's a lot of them. INSEAD doesn't release the number of applications it receives because, Virginie says... She's concerned the figure is so big it might put applicants from non-traditional backgrounds off, when, in reality, she wants those people in the class. INSEAD, currently ranked second in the world by the Financial Times, admits two intakes of 500 MBA students each year to its campuses in Fontainebleau, France and Singapore. To get accepted, the process is straightforward. Application form or CV, GMAT, which we won't discuss here, three essays, a pre-screening video interview, and interviews conducted with alumni. But, as with any business school application, there are obstacles along the way. Knowing what to do is important, but perhaps even more important is knowing what not to do. Virginie, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: An absolute pleasure. And let's start by going step by step through a typical MBA application and look at the different mistakes to avoid at each stage. So if we start right at the beginning at CV resume stage, what are the biggest mistakes from your experiences that an applicant can make when writing a CV or resume with an MBA application in mind?
1: That's a good question, um, whether that should be, um, with an MBA application in mind or if that should be the same, in fact, the same mistake not to make if you were to apply for a position. Because, in fact, what we are all tracking, whether we recruit for a position or recruit for, um, a school, a business school, is, is gaps, inconsistencies. Things that wouldn't make sense in the career path. And I'm sure that. All recruiters um, are are tracking this sort of mistakes in the CV. So I think that's the biggest one. Is really um, for us is um, you, you look at the dates and you see well, okay, there is this six months gap. What happened? What this did this person do? And um, and we are very happy and welcoming any sort of explanation, but no explanation at all. Is, is where we start to wonder. And it's never good when the admissions committee starts to wonder.
0: Okay, so honesty is, is the best policy. If you have gone and traveled around the world for six months, that that's fine. You you can say that.
1: Yes, definitely. Absolutely.
0: And what makes a good CV then? Um, is it about listing your past experiences? or Or do you want more of a skills based CV? What What in your eyes makes a powerful, effective CV?
1: Uh, this changes, um, I know there are trends and, and sometimes we hear, uh, we prefer to, from our recruiters, um, companies recruiting at Insead. We, we prefer to see this sort of CV where we see the role or, uh, we see the, the, the task in details. And we have sometimes other companies asking, telling us we would like to see more of, um, action, um, uh, completed by the, um, by the person themselves. I would say that for us um really just for the recruitment for, for the um uh, for the admissions team is more of action that the person has completed in the various roles long sentences explaining what the company does or, or um or, or things that are not really um, achievements and really ex- precisely what the person has achieved um, is less interesting for us from our perspective.
0: Okay and so is writing a CV for a business school is that different to writing a CV for a new job?
1: I really don't think it is because what we are really interested in is really the the achievement, and that can be bullet points. That can be really ac- uh, sentences that um, detailed an action, a specific action. That's usually the way we 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 see it, and I'm I'm sure recruiters would like to see the, uh, similar in a in a in a job recruitment.
0: And CVs are quite different. If you look at a French CV, it will be quite different to an English yes. CV, and I'm sure else elsewhere in the world, it's different as well. Do, do you Are you open to different styles? I mean, in terms of the personal information applicants include, I know some countries even include photos and, and things like that. Does that matter to you as an admissions department?
1: So we don't draw any conclusion from a template. So we are happy with any sort of template. And sometimes you hear people saying, well, it should be one page. And in other cultures, you can have two pages resume and that's fine. So here, um, first of all, we provide, um, a template on the website so people can refer to it, use it if they want or not. And we don't draw any conclusion. We don't draw conclusions from that. If the person hasn't used the template, we, then we don't make any assumption. We con- we consider that it was the best way for this person to present herself or himself.
0: And I suppose that's similar for other schools too. And so doesn't have to be one page, but, but any more than two pages for a CV, is, is that too long?
1: Yes, because then you start wondering. Um, we also like to have... A concise way of looking at things. It's important to be short and to the point. Um, and the CV is a place where you have to have this approach of what a pitching approach um, with the CV. It's how do I show what I have really done in a very short way, short and sweet way?
0: Fantastic. So for the next question, let's look at uh, essay questions, quite a challenging area for students. So so let's look specific to INSEAD here. What are the essay questions that INSEAD has um, in its application and what's your advice in how you should answer them?
1: Um so the first essay has been with us for a number of years now it's about the giving a candid description about yourself of yourself and who you are as a person um the second essay is about the achievement what are you most proud of and similarly also what you what you have learned through experiences Impact your relationship with others, and how these achievements happen in um, in a professional context or in um, extracurricular activity, for example. So we want the details of that, and then we we also want to have the um, the description of extracurricular activities. The reason for that is. We, we believe for this um, third essay, we believe that it's important to have the achievements within a professional context and uh, also in an um, outside because that gives us an indication of, of how you will contribute on the program. In the, cl- in the classroom and also outside the classroom through clubs, sports, um, music, arts, activities or other sort of activities that you, you can um, uh, contribute to during the program.
0: So let's start with the first question there, that tell me about yourself question, which most business schools ask. It's, it seems easy, but it's quite a, it, quite a challenge to break things down. And, and how do you tell a school about yourself without just going through your CV again?
1: hm by using examples from your personal environment from your um um y- your life stories rather than job and y- what shaped you um if you have role models if you um if you have um lived in different countries that will probably that has probably shaped you one way or, or the other so by being very honest about your experiences then you or you give a really a candid description of yourself and one way to go about this one um very often we see people writing their essays and asking their friend or this essay this particular essay on the on the personality or who they are writing this essay and then going to their family and um, or their best friend and saying can you read this essay, is that me, am I describing myself honestly and the family and friends are usually very helpful because then they can, they can really say well this is not exactly who you are, this is not exactly what we view of, of you And then this is a very interesting discussion, almost an introspection. And then obviously that becomes really interesting. And then you rediscover the real person.
0: So it's really a a process of self-discovery. You you see how other people view you. You see how you view yourself. Is one of the most common mistakes you see people trying to put a version of themselves forward that isn't really what they are, that maybe they want you to hear.
1: That's, that's so true. Um, we, we have people asking us, um, do you have a template for the essays? There is no perfect mold, um, for any of the schools. Um, the, the, we are happy to be, to be convinced and we are definitely very interesting in your stories.
0: And speaking about your achievements, you mentioned extracurricular achievements, uh, achievements, personal achievements as well. What, what's your advice in linking these achievements to business school to, to make them relevant to, to an application?
1: one of the best predicators of, of um of future successes are, are are the past achievements, right? The past successes. So it doesn't need to be any it doesn't need to be specific to um a special uh, um club or sport. It can be um uh, charity, but if it's not if you don't have any charity activity, that's fine we we have sometimes people asking us do i need to be involved in any social impact or any um uh, charity work we, not necessarily if it's not you then that's fine um so any any sort of um achievement which you're proud of is welcome
0: So essentially, in an essay, the biggest mistake you can make is, again, not not being honest to yourself and to the admissions committee. How important is um, just standard grammar and uh, being able to write well?
1: Because we recruit from all over the world and with 90 different uh, nationalities represented on the programme, we know that... Not everyone will have English as their native language. Uh, I have an accent. Uh, most of my team members um, are also foreigners. Some are, are um, um, English native speakers, but not everyone. And then that will be the same in the class, and that will be the same with the faculty teaching on the program. So we fully understand that people can make grammatical mistakes, and they are p- perfectly acceptable, it it's just the the limit is where the sentence is difficult to understand and and when we don't get precisely what the person meant then it's more difficult it's it puts um people in jeopardy obviously but other than this um as long as we we can uh, fully grasp grasp understand what the person meant is is perfectly and perfectly fine
0: so when you submit a winning essay, when you have a good CV, and you have a good GMAT score as well, and you get through these stages uh, at INSEAD, there's a pre-screening interview. But at a lot of schools, you get to the interview stage at INSEAD. You interview with alumni. Most school, uh, a lot of other schools, interview with admissions committees. Um, so talking generally and based on your experiences as well how what's the best way to approach an interview applying for an MBA program what sort of things should you keep in your mind when you're preparing for an interview
1: across business schools regardless if there if if you are interviewed by alumni or um by admissions representative the the um the biggest mistake is um To reschedule multiple times, (laughs) and that happens, Um, or to send um, messages, um, eager messages or too eager messages. So it's it's a fine line between showing your motivation and sometimes being. Too um, over <laughs> um, confident or overwhelming in the in the number of messages you send to whoever is is your interviewer. Um, that happens sometimes as well.
0: So that's interesting. It's, it's the things around the interview, how you what you do before it, um, which you need to be wary of, and maybe what you do after as well. Do, do you like it when people ask follow up questions um, after an interview?
1: Yeah, for example, that can be a follow-up question, that can be a thank you note. Um, and that sounds like, um, something very simple, common sense, but, um, there are people who forget about this. And even though you try to, to really force your opinion when you meet the person, you also keep in mind the fact that the person has not sent a thank you note or hasn't contacted you. Uh, while in advance or was not mindful of your own agenda you keep that in the back, back of your mind even even if the candidacy is outstanding then that's somewhere when uh, when you interview the person
0: mm. uh, and let's focus on during the actual interview how can an applicant really stand out
1: the first thing is to um, be prepared it's important to have at least done a f- a few checks on LinkedIn or um, on the if you know of alumni, um, questions on alumni too, and just to better understand um, the type of questions you can ask and and um, who is the person you are meeting with. So be prepared for the interviews. Um, to have questions ready um, is is important, and that will probably help you shine in the interview because then you you will be more probably more at ease um you will come prepared and um and and you will know also um how to better convince it's very likely that you will be, a be- you will do a better job convincing the interviewer if you if you have done your due diligence and you know the spirit of the school you're applying to
0: so it's very important to be specific in your interviews to the school you're applying to. You don't just do five different interviews for five different schools in the in the same way.
1: No, you don't. You don't because you probably you you know the uniqueness of, of each school. Each school each school is different, and if you if you haven't done this homework of finding uh, what is unique about school, then is it's very likely that the the interview will be somewhat drier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And bearing that in mind, an applicant needs to present themselves in the right way to stay true to themselves, but also to be attractive to the school. What do you at INSEAD, what do you look for in your applicants? What, What do you want from them in terms of skills, characteristics beyond GMAT scores and things like that?
1: beyond the academic um capacity there is the um the leadership potential um together with that the ability to contribute um leadership by leadership potential we mean the s- skills like that you need to be a, a manager and a leader um skills like creativity teamwork communication skills humbleness uh, coachability all these are, um, are skills, um, that are, um, uh, listed to, to make a good leader and a good manager. And, um, how will you share your past experiences with your classmates? So all this is, um, is uh, what we are looking at. And the last point we are considering is the, um, international motivation. Because it's part of the DNA of the school um, uh, to have so many different cultures. It's very important for us to understand during this selection process how open-minded you are uh, and, and sensitive to other cultures. It's one thing that is very important is your ability to acknowledge differences across cultures. That's an important point. As well. And
0: INSEAD values diversity incredibly highly. So so let me pose this question to you. If I was a um, student from an incredibly specific background from a country where you don't see many MBA students from, would I be someone that, that you were interested in, perhaps more interested in than another American consultant?
1: Well, I wouldn't exactly frame this, um, frame it like this, but in both cases, we will look at, um, how the person interacts with people of, of other cultures, regardless of, if it's, um, another, to take your example, American consultant is, if this person is more open-minded and if this person is, has this capability to react in a culturally sensitive way, then this person will um, win us.
0: With that in mind, when would an applicant not be the right fit for INSEAD? When might another school be a better option? Or maybe there's areas that they need to work on? Uh,
1: So people who are not so interested in, um, in being exposed to diversity, Diversity in terms of passports, but in terms of gender, in terms of religion, in terms of um, um, professional background, if people are not so interested in that because they know they want to remain in their country, in their sector, in their professional sector, then it's very likely that INSEAD will not make sense.
0: Interesting, and and taking everything that we've spoken about from CVs to essays to interviews, um, taking all this into account, what's the biggest mistake in an entire application that that you can really make?
1: There are a number of of um, mistakes. If I if I uh, let's, let's take the, the biggest one, uh, which is a miss opportunity as well. So that's probably the reason why I'm, I'm going to pick this one is, um, is to give the name of another school in the essays or in the letters of recommendation. And that sounds silly because that happens. Um, so, it, but the reason we know that many applicants will apply to two or three different schools. That's fair enough. Um, and also because you probably don't want to put all your eggs in the same basket. Why not? But then uh, this is not the issue. The issue is, is it shows that, y- again, you haven't done your your due diligence um, of rereading your essays or having friends uh, rereading your essays. Or it shows that... Um, Everything that we discussed um, in this podcast in this podcast is really taking the time to think which schools fit your your goal. Um, prepare for the CV. Prepare for the for the essays. Prepare for the interviews. And that shows if you if you leave the name of another school in the essays, it's the same thing.
0: So tailoring your application to the school you want to go to—that's that's crucial, and and I guess that comes under the the umbrella of honesty throughout your application. Exactly. Just just be honest. <laughs> and yeah. and INSEAD is a very very popular school uh, at all levels, MBA, masters. And what's your big advice then for anyone? wanting to apply to INSEAD, wanting to study at INSEAD? What, what do you say to applicants you meet?
1: To talk to alumni or current students, if they can. And we are happy to um, put applicants in touch with, um, with our alumni or our current students. I think it's important because then, um, and I think it's it's for, for any school, but um, for INSEAD, it's, it's also to ask yourself which network you want to belong to. And, um, and by network, I mean, even which, to some extent, to which family do you want to belong to? Um, where do you want to be in 15, 20 years down the road? Where, how do you picture yourself? And you can have these um, the answer to these questions only if you, if you talk to alumni and, and current students. And I'm sure that by talking to, um, people who are on the program, then, your essays, and the, the candidacy is likely to, be, um, to make even more sense or to be more convincing.
0: Absolutely. Thank you very much, Virginie, for your time. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Business School Question. Do look out for our next episode, where we'll be asking Bill Balding, Dean of Duke University's Fuqua School of Business and the new board chair of the Graduate Management Admission Council, are U.S. business schools in crisis? You can download our podcast on iTunes on your iOS device, open the podcast app, then tap browse at the bottom of the screen and type in the Business School question. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate and review it on iTunes. Share it on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Tell all your colleagues and friends. The Business School question is brought to you by the team at Business Because, without a doubt, my favorite online publisher dedicated to graduate management education. Whether you're considering an MBA, EMBA or business master's program, read more business school news and get practical resources to help your business school application on businessbecause.com.